You are listening to the Ignition Nights Podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Kevin of Ignition Nights Podcast. And with me tonight are Patrice, Glenn, Zena, and Dara. Tonight, in our very first episode, all of us here will share our significant insights and learnings in reading the first two chapters of Heroic Leadership by Chris Loney. To start, we have Glenn. Okay, so based on my reading, um, what really struck me the most is the, or are the four pillars, namely the um, self-awareness, ingenuity, um, heroism, and what's the last one? Love. Um, love. Love, yes. Yung yung love. Out of the four pillars, what really struck me the most was the pillar on ingenuity. <clears throat> because I think that ingenuity can be used practically, especially in this time of a pandemic. Because based on my observations, what separates an institution that has closed in this pandemic and what separates an institution that has blossomed and improved and thrived in this pandemic is the one that has instituted ingenuity in their institution. Because for example, institutions who weren't able to institute or take advantage of the online platform were doomed to fail because again, their operations will be halted. Whereas those institutions who were able to institute and take advantage of the online platforms such as um, Food Panda, Grab, Food, and then the online services of other institutions, they were able to, to continue their services despite their physical store or physical structure being closed and despite working with a skeletal workforce. So I think it's all about uh, the quality of a leader to be ingenious and to continue innovating to serve the the populace. Yes. Thank you for that. Uh, now we could hear from Zena. Uh, yes, of course. As for me, leadership has been most generically defined as to go out ahead, to show the way. And our mainstream models on leadership are usually those occupying high positions such as the president of the nation or the CEO of a company. But what does it take for a person to be called a leader? Now, I've always thought that there are particular steps to follow in order for you to be classified as one. But after reading, the first two chapters on heroic leadership, I realized that we in ourselves are already leaders. It's just a matter of whether we are doing it well or poorly. It's a matter of decision, actually. It's about training your mind to do what needs to be done for you to improve. Because as what the Jesuits teach us on leadership, it swells from within. And once you figure out your potential, your leadership style, being self-aware of your own strengths and weaknesses, then that's the time that you can make other people follow you. 
how by being true to what you want to achieve being so enthusiastic about it you will be able to attract people who think the same as you are people who will be willing to follow you and help you achieve your common goals well thank you for your your thoughts now uh patrice what are your thoughts can you share share some of your insights on the first two chapters of the book yes sir um for the first chapter what i've learned are the four pillars of course and those in chapter two are the differences of becoming a leader but uh, what really um uh, instilled in me is uh, the quote that becoming a leader is an ongoing process and knowing that being a leader is uh, innate to oneself because it is a never-ending work in progress with yourself and as we grow older we will discover a lot of things right and uh, there are a lot of opportunities coming in and we also tend to do a lot of mistakes but uh, we learn from it and uh, that's where maturity comes in also so that's it thank you oh thank you thank you for your uh thoughts on the first two chapters uh could we hear from Dara? What are your thoughts on the first two chapters of heroic le leadership? Alright, see. So, ako naman, Sir Kevin, my insight about the first two chapters. It may sound cliche to other people, no? Or maybe to some of you. When we say, quote-unquote, leadership starts with you. But for me, it's not cliche at all. It's because, tinood mangud siya, that yes. leadership starts within ourselves and in order to become not just a leader but a great leader who can influence change we have to be self-aware no we need to identify our strength kay agree ba mo guys na kung alam natin kung saan bagay tayo mas magaling mas maganda or the more contribution we can provide right Yes. Yes. yes, I agree. Then, of course, as humans, we are not perfect, so we have weaknesses also. But in order to conquer our weakness, I recognize nato siya first as a weakness. Because we cannot change something, diba, if we do not know that that particular something needs to be changed. Yes. Then, another point is, the world as we know it is constantly changing. Maulang mangid ang constant diri sa world. Yes. Change. Yes. And as the world becomes more and more complex, it is those people na, those who embedded an attitude of constant learning has the greater chance to overcome different challenges that life has to offer. So yun lang, Sir Kevin. Oh, thank you for your, oh. your insights again. So for me, uh, what struck me the most is the leadership style of the Jesuits. Uh, I am very fascinated by the unique leadership style of the Jesuits. Focusing again on what Chris Loney calls the four pillars, they offer a very contrasting perspective compared to the other contemporary leadership philosophies uh, from Machiavelli to the numerous Wall Street business gurus out there. Looking at leadership, not as a 10-step program or actions that you can do, but as a ever-changing and ever-growing way of life. It's what you are. 
and that actually aligns with my own thoughts on leadership. Uh, I see, I see everyone uh, from everyone we know from the president to all of his constituents. They are also leaders in their own right. So, as a leader, uh, as a, if we would want to be effective leaders, we need to to accept that and uh, model our mold our leadership style on that uh, on that on that perspective also. So I really agree with the Jesuits in this manner. And this is what really got me in the first two chapters of the book. Uh, because Jesuits are not really known as uh, corporate leaders like, uh, again, the Wall Street guides or politicians or political analysts there, out there. But they have been proven to be very effective in their leadership style. Especially in this, again, ever-changing, very dynamic environment we have in this universe that always changes. <laughs> so that is all, I guess, for our insights. And this is a pretty short episode, but I hope that uh, our listeners uh, had fun in and got some uh, useful insights in the in our discussion so okay okay now uh, that we're done i would like to again thank you uh from patrice glenn zena dara uh, for your insights it was very uh enlightening so again thank you and i wish our our listeners had a great time with us and uh picked up some something useful in our insights, in our discussions. So again, good evening. Uh, thank you. This has been the Ignatian Knights podcast and we are signing off. Bye. 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 Thank you.